Welcome to Quantum Magazine Science Podcast. Come for the science, stay for the stories. For news, interviews, videos, graphics, and more, visit quantummagazine.org. This week, we'll hear how scientists are searching for new types of physics without using a super collider. They're using experiments small enough to fit on a tabletop. You might not need a super collider to answer some of the biggest unsolved questions in the cosmos. Theorists have dreamt up a wild west of exotic physics that could be visible at scales just below the thickness of a dollar bill. But you need a clever enough experiment to find them, one small enough to fit on a tabletop. Over distances of a few dozen microns, a little thinner than that dollar, forces like gravity could get weird and unknown forces could pop up. Now, a new generation of tabletop experiments are looking into these phenomena. One such experiment uses levitated spheres of silica. Andrew Giracci, a physicist at the University of Nevada, Reno, says they're basically glass beads held up using light. They're used to search for hidden forces far weaker than anything we can imagine. Giracci's team detected sensitivities of a few zeptonewtons. That's a level of force 21 orders of magnitude below a newton, which is about what it takes to depress a computer key. Girachi said a very accurate bathroom scale might be able to tell you weight to 0.1 newtons. If a single virus landed on you, that would be about 10 to the negative 19 newtons. The scales they're looking at are about two orders of magnitude below that. These searches target some of the biggest questions in physics, including the nature of gravity, dark matter, and dark energy. Nima Arkani Hamed, a physicist at the Institute for Advanced Study, says there's a wide variety of things these experiments could look for. Dark matter's existence has been inferred only on astronomical scales, but it might leave faint electric charges behind when it interacts with ordinary particles. Dark energy might make itself felt through so-called chameleon particles that a tabletop experiment may be able to spot. And certain theories predict that gravity will be much weaker than expected at short range, while others predict that it will be stronger. If the extra dimensions needed by string theory exist, the tug of gravity between objects separate Separated by a micron might exceed Isaac Newton's predictions by a factor of 10 billion. Janet Conrad, a physicist at MIT, thinks these small-scale searches complement the work done at massive accelerators, like the Large Hadron Collider. But experiments like these offer the chance for a more agile kind of fundamental physics. Individual researchers with small devices can make a big impact. Conrad said she really believes that this is a new field. For theorists like Arkani Hamed, what happens at the size scales below a millimeter is interesting because of a curious numerical connection. The Planck scale is the incredibly small scale in which quantum gravity is thought to rule. It's 16 orders of magnitude smaller than the weak scale, the area explored in the Large Hadron Collider. Theorists that blend these length scales often compare the two. Physicists will take the length of the weak scale, square it, then divide this number by the length of the Planck scale. The result of the comparison yields a range of distances matching what may be another fundamental scale, one that runs between a micron and a millimeter. Here, Arkani Hamed suspects new forces and particles may arise. Similar sizes arise when physicists consider the dark energy that fills empty space throughout the universe. When that energy density is associated with a length scale on which particles may be acting, it turns out to be 100 microns. This again suggests that this neighborhood would be a good place to look for signs of new physics.
One such search started in the late 1990s. Arkani Hamed and two colleagues suggested that gravity may be leaking into extra dimensions of space. This would explain why gravity is far weaker than the other forces known to physics. At scales smaller than the extra dimensions, before gravity had a chance to leak away, its attraction would be stronger than expected. The researchers calculated that these dimensions could be as big as a millimeter in size. This inspired Eric Adelberger, a physicist at the University of Washington, to search for those dimensions. He already had the device to do it. In the 1980s, Adelberger and the Edwash Group at the University of Washington built a device called a torsion balance. This device twists in response to small forces. At first, the group used the balance to search for a fifth force proposed in a century-old experiment. They didn't find it. Adelberger and his team then set out to work on Arkani Hamed's prediction that gravity would be much stronger at small distances than when objects are farther away. Since 2001, the team has published results from four torsion balances, each more sensitive than the last. So far, no tiny dimensions have revealed themselves. The team first reported that gravity acts normally at a distance of 218 microns. Then they reduced this number to 197 microns, then 56, and finally 42. Today, their data come from two different instruments with pendulums. One pendulum twists at a rate determined by the strength of gravity, the other should stay still unless gravity behaves unexpectedly. But they haven't been able to shrink their measurements much beyond 42 microns. They're tweaking the past analysis and hope to publish updated numbers soon. While Adelberger is hesitant to cite the new limit they're pushing for, he said it's unlikely to be under 20 microns. When you first do something, he said, the bar is relatively low. It gets much harder when you make the distances shorter. Techniques borrowed from atomic physics may indicate another way down the ladder, even to nanoscopic scales. In 2010, Girachi, then at the National Institute of Standards and Technology, suggested a scheme to probe hidden forces at tiny scales. Instead of using the pendulums at Washington, small force hunters could use spheres of silica levitated by lasers. This kind of experiment can look at the forces spanning just a few microns by measuring how nearby objects change the position of a floating bead. The experiment can probe scales of smaller lengths, but there's a catch. Gravity is most easily measured using massive objects. Girachi's design, now built, uses spheres just 0.3 microns in size. David Moore, a physicist at Stanford University, has his own working version that uses larger spheres about 5 microns in diameter, compared to the Edwash team, which uses torsion balances a few centimeters wide. Both experiments trade larger gravitational signals for more precision at close range. Girachi's and Moore's masses are so light that the teams are not yet able to directly measure the gravitational pull of nearby objects. They can only see it if it turns out stronger than predicted by Newton's law. That may make it harder to determine if gravity or something else is behind anything strange they might see. Charlie Hagerdorn, a postdoc at Washington, said having the force sensitivity to see gravity is basically table stakes to play the game. Adelberger adds that if you want to know what gravity does, you've got to be able to see it. But to Girachi and more, the levitated beads are a general platform they can use to investigate small physics beyond just gravity. Moore said the vision is that once you're able to measure these tiny forces, there's a lot you can do.
At the end of 2014, Moore conducted a search for particles with electric charges much smaller than one electron. Some models of dark matter suggest these millicharged particles could have formed in the early universe and could still be lurking in ordinary matter. To try to find these particles, Moore held positively charged spheres between a pair of electrodes. He then zapped the entire apparatus with flashes of ultraviolet light to knock electrons off the electrodes. These electrons then attached to the positively charged spheres, turning them neutral. Then he applied an electric field. If any millicharged particles were still stuck on the spheres, they would impart a small force. Moore didn't see any effects. This means that any millicharged particles must have an exceedingly small charge, or the particles themselves must be rare, or both. In a test published in April, Moore used the microspheres to look for so-called chameleon particles that may explain dark energy. He didn't find any, which agreed with the results that a team at UC Berkeley published last year in the journal Science. Savas Dimopoulos, a physicist at Stanford, said these small-scale experiments are a bit of a wild goose chase. Dimopoulos co-authored the paper with Arkani Hamed that suggested the possibility of millimeter-size extra dimensions. He said, since you don't really know where to look, you look wherever you can. For him, these tabletop searches are an appealing cottage industry. They offer a cheap alternative way to study provocative theories that have been proposed over the last 40 years. Dimopoulos said they've stayed on the back burner because the main focus of fundamental physics has been accelerators. It's a pitch Dimopoulos has been developing in talks over the last three years. Several experiments like those aimed at short-range forces are in the works, but they're underfunded and underappreciated. He said the field doesn't even have a proper name yet. What might help is what Dimopoulos calls a super lab, a facility that would bring many such tabletop experiments together under one roof. Similar to the research communities that have built up around high-energy projects like the Large Hadron Collider, Conrad, for her part, would like these endeavors to be better supported while still anchored at universities. Either way, both argue that more effort is needed in the search for lower energy particles, especially those predicted to lurk at scales only a little smaller than the width of a human hair. There's a whole zoo of these things, Dimobolus said. High energy is not the only frontier that exists. You're listening to Quantum Magazine Science Podcast. I'm Karen Chikurji. If you like what you hear on the podcast, please take a minute to leave a review in iTunes. For news, interviews, graphics, and more, visit quantummagazine.org.